Live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. Oh, people, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Groggy voices. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I had a little fucking sinus thing all goddamn week. Uh,. Like, I woke up one morning and my nasal cavities were just almost completely blocked. But it's better now, but I still got just a little bit of it hanging around. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Something going around, I think. <laughs> uh, go follow us on the social medias at Live from 715 on your Facebooks and Instagrams and X's instead of Twitters and uh, threads as well. Or you can email us at livefrom715 at gmail.com. Or listen to us from the many platforms that we have. Yeah, especially on Spotify and iTunes. Go like and subscribe and give us us a big old rating. and helps us with our analytics as well. Say we're the best podcast of the 715 area code. Exactly. (laughs) And to you in Great Britain, we salute you. And the one guy in South Africa now. That's right. (laughs) Thanks, bud. Really appreciate it. Didn't know that you guys could... uh, (laughs) <laughs> they had internet service. Yeah, or... Saudi Arabia. Too. Oh. Did you look lately at the, well, all the different... Oh, did you look at the internet there? <laughs> you... Like, at least one person somewhere accidentally downloaded our... <laughs> <laughs> accidentally downloaded listening Guy was, to our podcast. Yeah, he was actually trying to put in for the uh, search live from Budapest, <laughs> yeah. and it came up live from the 715. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Anywho, uh, we have an unofficial sponsor, my yes. friend. Uh, we did it! We did it. Son of a bitch, we did it. We got some free shit. Uh, I reached out to the people at uh, Mellow Fellow. I think I mentioned it last week. Um, I I just really dig their products. They've got the best fucking vapes on the market, uh, in my opinion. After trying, you know, probably a dozen different ones. Yeah. I mean, their their flavors and their. Uh, I, at first, I got them from AZ Tobacco in uh, Appleton. Uh, but now I just get them straight from their website because they're the same price and a lot of times you get free shipping and all that shit. But uh, I reached out to Mellow Fellow and I'm like, hey, we got a podcast. You want us to throw you some free advertising for, you know, maybe be an unofficial sponsor, send us a vape or something? All of a sudden, without even responding to the email, I get a package at the door that's got some gummies in it, a couple vapes, and uh, a double XL t-shirt from their artist line. Like they have a they have a couple different uh, strains and lines of products. You know, one line's named after like artists like Michelangelo and uh, there's a couple uh, Picasso, Van Gogh. Yep, there's another one. Um, but anyway, they're named after famous artists. So this T-shirt is actually the Michelangelo's painting of uh, the creation of man, where it's God touching fingers with Adam. You know, on the Sistine Chapel. So we got a double XL t-shirt. We're going to put it on our Facebook and our Instagram. And we're going to give it away for Labor Day. Good old 715 Mellow Fellow Partnership Labor Day giveaway. Hells yeah. So we look for that. thank you, Mellow Fellows. <laughs> you'll probably all, what, just like and share? Yeah. And you'll get an entry in and... uh if you comment, we'll give you a bonus entry. Or like and comment, and if you share, we'll give you a bonus right, entry. A bonus. But yeah, I, I asked them for some ad read, like ad copy, and they're like, we don't really do that at all. So 
<laughs> more or less wing it guys whatever yeah. you want it well yeah uh, i remember first i got there's a strain that i really love called acapulco gold but after i started getting it straight from their website uh there's a stuff called strawberry amnesia it tastes like actual strawberry <laughs> does it put you in <laughs> But you forget everything that you ever. Oh, <laughs> no, it's it's really good. And uh, is that the one you had where you're like, dude, I just took two puffs and I'm out there. Well, now. that was the strawberry cough that they sent me. That's like a higher end, and I was like, holy buckets, I got to get used to this one. I yeah, can't go full force because I took a I took a kid inhaling his first cigarette puff on oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was gonna just. Uh, if you guys go to mellowfellow.fun, mellowfellow.fun, uh, go check out their products. Um, it's really cool, actually. Their company was founded by, like, a pharmacist. Uh, 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 what the hell is a, a chemist? And then a guy who was in the cannabis business. So they come up with a bunch of different blends of delta eights and delta tens that's legal in wisconsin they also have some delta nine products but can't ship to wisconsin um you know this uh, thing that they sent me was uh you know instead of an ad copy they just said mellow fellow provides hemp products made with pharmacist formulated blends from edibles to vape cartridges mellow fellow has hemp solutions for any occasion visit mellowfellow.fun to see the wide variety of premium products to choose from and then there's a picture of some cool dudes on there. <laughs> Sweet. But I love their like uh, signage, their old-timey font for their logo and everything. So, yeah, check out our uh, Insta and Facebook for the giveaway details. And it's kind of a cool shirt. It's upstairs. Did yeah, you see I, it I saw it when I walked in. Yeah. Too bad you're not a double XL. God damn it. Well, <laughs> or me. <laughs> looks like I'm going to be going to Golden Corral for the next couple of weeks to try to fit in that. <laughs> to share it a hundred times to get it. Maybe I should have ate some corn on Friday and then I could have got a little fatter. Well, before we get on to yeah. that, I want to say thank you to our listener Jody who got us a uh, the couple Mo- cans of Lakefront Breweries. Milwaukee Brew Sickle. Yep. Strawberry Lemon Ale. I'm going to pour me one right now. I, uh, I uh, was. I told Big Daddy that I will not be partaking in any drinking today. Uh, this past weekend, has <laughs> I had the shakes this morning. Yeah, yeah. How, well, how long's it been since he had one of them? It's been a while. I mean, it's been a while. I I even uh, didn't even drink my full ice cream drink last night because I was so hammered. I just wanted to go home and pass out. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, but uh, so starting Friday night. Yep. We had the old Bondwell, what sixty fifth annual sixty fifth. Yep. Corn roast. Uh, I think I got there just after you got you did. there earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, I got uh, let like out of a work a little bit before uh, five. You did. Yeah, I got let out of work a uh, half hour early. But uh, I think I went through five boxes of brats, so fifty pounds of brats. Wasn't it five and a half? I mean, what well, did they you, had what, what they was had left? some. Uh, there was only like eight brats left when I left, and that was my fifth box. Right. So I just took them home with me. Yeah. Because. I get that kind of treatment. <laughs> Being the grill master, I get the extra brats. <laughs> At least I made that. Uh, you made that decision. Being on the board yes. of directors, I made an executive decision to take those extra eight brats home with me. <laughs> Out of everything, that was your executive decision. Yep. And to leave early. Well, yeah. I left well, at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. 
but we got 500 dozen ears of corn, and we went through all of them, and we had to run, send guys to Charlie's and Sean or to get 80 more dozen. And then had to go and get another 25. Really? I found that out last night. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because they still had the cases, and then a lot of people must have came back in the line after 10 o'clock. So my cousin, Paul, who lives in Angelica, he's got, you know, he was, uh, I saw him yes last night at um, Antlers, and he told me, he's like, God, you guys must have just went through corn like crazy. I'm like, yeah, they had to go and get another 80 dozen at Charlie's. He's like, well, they came and they got some for me, too. I'm like, what? He says, yeah, they... uh they got. They called him around. Dennis did. Mm-hmm. Called him around nine thirty, about, yeah. and said, "Hey, do you have any corn? Because we think we're going to be running out of this eighty dozen that we have." Holy shit! I um, didn't know that. Do you have any? And my cousin was uh, chopping hay at the time, so he's like, "I can get you twenty five dozen." He's like, "When can you be here?" He's like, "We're leaving right now." So he goes, "Okay." So him and his wife went on to the field to go pick twenty five <laughs> dozen, and then. Uh, they came, picked it up. I found that out last night. Farm fresh. Farm fresh. See, that's why you got to hang around until midnight. You get the farm fresh uh, stuff on the other stuff. That's one out. thing I couldn't do. I could not make her to midnight. I only no. made it till 11 o'clock, but I saw. Well, dude, you work all day, and then, I mean, a lot of the guys in the club are retired, so yep. it's like that's all they had to do that day. It's like you work nine, ten hours, and then have to immediately go grill corn for another six hours it's and like, it that was fucking hot oh my I mean, god the my, my knuckles and my fingers i've got a couple burn spots yep. on all of them like these grills that we but were using we were, these are big huge grills so i mean yeah. you had to reach over in the hot coals to flip them and we're wearing welding gloves but it's still it, 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 yeah it <laughs> there's ain't. holes in some of them <laughs> and when i was grilling the brats over that the trying to reach over some of them hot spots my knuckles are Got a couple little tiny blisters, but worth it. It was. It was a hell of a time. I um, have not seen it. I mean, I mean, last, last year, year we had six hundred dozen that we ordered, and we had like eighty dozen left over. So we're like five fifty this year. We went to yeah, five or five fifty that we ordered this year, and they were a little bit smaller cobs because of the growing season. And we went through that by nine o'clock. The line was constant. It was about a hundred. 150 deep, like consistently almost from yeah, 5 was, until 8, 8.30. Yeah, around like 7.30, there was easily five to 600 people there. So, because there was some baseball games that just had got done at the ball field that they were all coming out of. But every time I looked at the line, it was backed up 40 people at least. Didn't even have any time to put any in the tub. It was going right from the yeah. grill to the table. Yep. Not until it got dark was I finally filling up some of those tubs that they were covering with tarps. Did you end up having any corn? I had two cobs, two little ones. And how were they? They were fucking delicious. And my parents said they were fucking delicious too. And everyone I talked to that was there is like, where do you guys get this corn? And I original batch, the 500 we get from what, New London? I believe so, or around there. Yeah, there's a farm somewhere in that area that we got a connection with. But anyway... Easily a record breaker corn roast because the weather was perfect. Couldn't ask for a better fucking night. Like it was partly cloudy, so when the sun did come out, it was a little hot, but then clouds came in and it was just a nice breeze would come, and you're like, oh, thank God. Because, yeah, standing next to those grills all day, you just, your body temperature just shoots through the roof. And, uh, yeah, 
I went home and took a cold shower for 45 minutes. I listened to two old episodes of Old Gods of Appalachia. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect Friday night. Oh, yep. Just cold shower, laying in the bottom of the tub, pretending I got hit by a torpedo in a submarine. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, all the uh, people that helped out with it, too. We had a lot of uh, helpers, volunteers. Yeah, a lot uh, of kids, kids came out. Which too. is always nice to see. I remember, like I said, uh, I remember when I was a kid, and my dad was in the They're volunteers, club. so we get her off the child labor yeah. laws. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's kind of like what got me into the Lions Club is, you know, helping my dad when I was younger, getting to do stuff like that. And, you know, what we get the, to do for the community as well. And it, then the next, well, the fire department helps us set up and take yep. down because uh, the next day I wasn't able, I had my nephew's graduation party, so I couldn't help clean up the next day. But uh, a lot of, you know, freshman sophomore high school kids will come help clean up and in return they get first consideration at any scholarships that we hand out so uh they're out there cleaning up the garbage <laughs> and cleaning up uh corn husks and shit what <laughs> the text i just got <laughs> i have no idea what it is or i what? got it from Rhonda. i gotta Rhonda. say this yeah okay <laughs> Rhonda goes Hey, you should tell Robert to stop having sex in the bathroom at Good Vibes. <laughs> I have to clean those things once in a while, and I don't feel like cleaning up after him. <laughs> now, we're not going to say what Robert it is. No. It may or may not be the Robert on this show. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just got we can neither confirm nor deny. Allegedly. It's allegedly someone named Robert. Uh, oh, look we're at not getting into that. Look at this spider. <laughs> what? Right here, a spider. Well, this... <laughs> God, first it's snakes, now it's spiders. What the... Oh, there's always been spiders down here, but... Yeah. That's why I don't have any flies or, like, those little <laughs> stupid, uh... What do they call them? Earwigs? Oh, yes. That in the... Whenever it gets uh, humid out, they start showing up around the Especially drains. The, yeah, and, and then, uh, they ha it's a lot... With uh, brick buildings. Well, yeah, the foundation down here is brick. So yeah. I don't know why that is that they show up when it's humid out in summer, but they do, them sons of bitches. By the way, this uh, brewsicle. Yeah, how's that brewsicle? Pretty fucking good. It's supposed to be a strawberry lemonade ale, and it's fucking refreshing. And I was surprised by the color of it. I thought it would have been more of a pink kind of, yeah. you know, you no, would figure strawberry like a, lemon ale. Looks like a dark, well, not too dark, but a dark ale, like a, I don't know. I don't know, but it's fucking good is what it is. Any, it uh, looks like a beer. It does. So, yeah, so back to, uh, yeah, the corn roast uh, without everybody. All you heard was compliments left and right. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I did notice, though, this year, there was a lot of people that I had never seen before. Yeah. There which was, is good. Yeah, it's great. It's just I was like, who are all these fruits? Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, a lot of them probably were, like, driving by, saw that there was a corn roast. Well, hey, let's go there. And Well, we did have... Who was that, uh, the Jamie... Jamie, uh, Shano News, Jamie yeah. Lee. Sort of sun drop girl slash Shano News girl. Mm -hmm. uh, she was like one of the spokespersons at Shano's sun drop days. Uh, she was there. I got interviewed by you her. You did? Uh, Video should be coming out soon. Curdy got interviewed by her for flipping some corn. I was grilling brats, and she was uh, around the area for a couple hours. Yeah. Taking in the sights and putting it on the old i don't know fucking tiktok or some shit whatever the kids do these days i refuse to get tiktok i just won't do it i just have it just to watch the retards 
Well, then you should get a you should build a live from seven one five TikTok. Should I? Yep. Okay, and then, we'll uh, do that, and then we'll ha- we'll post our stuff. Yeah, but I'm not downloading it. But he, since you I already can. have it, yeah, <laughs> you make a live from seven one five account, and uh, I'll do that. Uh, whenever we're out together and some stupid shit's happening, let's record it. And we'll just have music <laughs> in the background, but it'll be all everybody hurts <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Free bird. <laughs> <laughs> doing wild shit, lighting yeah, off fireworks. Exactly. But yeah, it's definitely got to be a record-breaking cornrows this year, and can't wait to see the numbers. The numbers. On it. But yeah, that was insane. And then yeah, the next day I had a uh, my nephew graduated high school this year from Hortonville, so spent half the day out there. Uh, they got a nice little property. My sister and her uh, fiance boyfriend i don't know they've been together eight years it's pretty much a common law marriage at this part point uh but they got one of those like quarry lakes in the back and uh he's like you know what he like uh uses heavy machinery all the time they lease it for their company and he had like a bulldozer uh skid steer uh, like a giant one yeah and he's like i got this for like a week and a half yet I'm going to build a fucking beach around that thing. So he did. Uh, they have, you know, sand pits and everything. So he's literally got a lake in his backyard. That is awesome. And they built a zip line from one side oh, to the other. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like 15 feet in the air where it starts. It's a legit uh, zip line. But you won't catch me on that because <laughs> I won't make it past the ramp. I love those kinds of things yeah you'd you would have for sure used it and there's some sort of dye he uses in the lake to keep the weeds from growing is it like a blue dye yeah i've seen about it because you look at it and it's like so there's a guy that um not to whatever but he's on tiktok but he does a thing where um what he does is he's got a a man-made uh pond it's like a duck pond Mm -hmm. and what he does is every uh every spring he empties it out he, you know, he drains it, and then what he does is he uh, he uses it to like to grow like uh, a certain type. I forgot what it is, but he he grows something in there that helps the with the, with the ducks, whatever. It's like a food kind of thing. Okay, like it's almost like a food plot. But then as soon For as ducks. it's yeah, but then what he does then is then when it's all starting to grow, and what he does is he fills it back up, and then it's, it helps with like this duck pond, and then he puts this blue dye then throughout the whole pond that yeah so this is a spring fed you know yeah little pond in the back so he doesn't have to drain it or anything right but to keep from keep the like weeds and vegetation that's unwanted see he the, the guy you're talking about with a duck probably has cattails and probably keeps yeah. them in there uh near the um duck houses that he probably builds but that blue dye keeps the sunlight from reaching the bottom, and it prevents the uh, weeds from growing. Yeah. So he only has to do that like once a year. It's. I've seen, yeah, and I mean, I've seen overhead shots like with a drone of how cool that looks then with that blue dye. Well, I mean, you're sitting on the little beach and 10 front and feet in front of you, you're like, it looks like one of those glacier lakes where it's like a deep blue green. Uh, it's crazy, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. Because then you don't have to worry about because it's not like chlorine or any uh, chemical. It's just a dye. 
and you kind of be like how like when you go to Lake Tahoe and you see how blue it is. That's exactly what it looks like. But your skin doesn't get right. any any dye on it. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> could you imagine whoever invented did, that shit? Is the, yeah, you look like a fucking. How smurf. did that? How did that process go? Where all of a sudden they're like, "All right, we're gonna try this. All right, uh, test uh, yeah. subject number one." <laughs> That's yeah, all the Blue no. Man group got started. That, that, <laughs> that's all the Blue Man group started, yeah. It was testing this fucking dye. Oh, but a lot of good food. I made my pasta salad, and I made a... Uh, Do you have any extra? Well, you have some left? So I can take I've got home? A, i got a little dish you can take home, but yes. my parents are dropping off the leftovers tomorrow. Okay. And I got a uh, blueberry barbecue sauce that I made that's really fucking excellent. So next time I have something. Figuring here. out maybe that before the summer is over, we should probably just have like a little cook Barbecue, yeah. Yeah. I we could probably some... do it the Labor Day weekend. Maybe that's Sunday. <clears throat> well, I got to check. Go check what you're. Well, I, uh, Chad mentioned something to me too, but I can't forget what it was. Or I can't remember what it was for that weekend, but I don't know. I think I'm on call that weekend too, so I don't know what's going on. But it's a fucking month away, so well, I'll figure it out by then. The corn roast is usually signifies the unofficial end, end of, of summer. summer. But as long as the weather doesn't heat up again, I'll be fine. I'll take fall any day. I'll take fall six months out of the year. I'll take I, fall 12 months out of the year. I'll take fall three years in a row without it even changing. I'll take fall for <laughs> infinity t- beyond galaxies. I won't take fall that long because I enjoy ice fishing. Well, it's okay. I'll take fall for f- a 10 months and two months of ice fishing. That's like, dude, if we could terraform a planet where it was fall 10 months out of the year and ice fishing two months out of the year, like it goes from fall straight to like zero degrees yeah. with no snow. Could, well, if we win the Mega Millions, could we just build a biodome? I mean. And we could just have it that way. Maybe we could. Climate controlled? Yeah, buy one of those. Uh, no, that's where foolish well when people like win lotteries they do foolish stuff so well then you could just travel to wherever there's ice and go ice fishing there's always ice up in canada if you go far north enough i guess that's true uh or alaska do you ever see those guys like i I saw it on like an instagram reel like last spring where you know if the ice is extra thick you got to put an extension on and they had like a twenty-five foot extension to get a, so they were on a step ladder, yep. grabbing the ice auger, and then he would climb down the stairs as he was. And there was like three separate, uh, full-length extensions plus like a, another five-foot extension from the top of the auger down to, the first drill bit. Holy shit! So he was on top of a, like a eight or ten-foot step ladder. And it was up, like, past his shoulders, and he turned it on, and he started drilling, and he walked it down the stepladder until they finally added, had to go pretty much all the way past the extension before they got water rushing up. But then, because it's so uh, far, the water gushes up like a... Like a geyser? Yeah, for, like, five seconds. Uh, but That's just ridiculous. You know how many broken lines you'd have? <laughs> Uh, he said, I got 50 feet of line. Shit, I need 75 just to get into the water. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I wouldn't worry about ice fishing. I would just go wherever the ice is. Yeah. I like, whenever true. I have time to go is when we're going. <laughs> I don't care where we have to go to go. But, uh, 
so yeah, I had the grad party. That was fun. Passed right out last night. I was so tired because I was in the sun all day mm-hmm. yesterday and from Friday night doing the cornrows. So I didn't do much, but I heard you grab some pals and went little local supper club into Antlers. <coughs> so yeah, what happened was is our plan was on Friday at the cornrows. We were going to uh, meet up for bloodies at Wayne's, and then we were going to go to, um, what you would call it? Oh, that place. We were going to go to uh, the Justin Jeske Memorial mm. uh, Kickball Tournament. Kickball. Yeah. So what ended up happening was is that we ended up going to Wayne's, had a bloody, um, then had some drinks. Um, and then we're like, okay, well, we're going to go and we're going to stop fast by vibes, um, and then have a few drinks there. And then we were going to go to the kickball tournament. Well, what ended Guess up who ha- never made it to the kickball. Well, tournament. so while we were there then at, uh, good vibes, we found out that, um, it was getting done earlier than we thought. Oh, there wasn't as many teams this year. They had 12 teams, but they were already doing the raffles at two thirty. Oh, which is actually pretty early. So well, they always had a bunch of stuff. So to get through it all, right? Um, so then what happened was is we ended up uh, sitting at Vibes for a while, and then one of them had this great idea that um, maybe we should uh, then go to Double Vision. <laughs> okay, so so totally not, going on not the other, right out, not right out of uh, across the street, right go out of town, going the uh, correct the other way. Uh, so then we went to Double Vision. Peggy was bartending. We sat there for I don't know another hour and a half, and uh, Hughes and Tony were playing the machines. They were winning. They were losing. They were winning. They were losing. Then of course, hey, let's go to Sandbar. Oh, I know who suggested that. Yep. So we ended up going then to Sandbar. After Sandbar, we are on our way back. And then Hugh says, you know, I'm freaking hungry. Do you guys want to go to, do you guys want to go to Antlers? He's like, I'll buy company card. We're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then he's like, all right. So he uh, called Lisa. Uh, wanted to see if him and or if her and the kids wanted to meet up there with us. Uh, she didn't. They, they were doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we ended up then uh Calling Robert and seeing if Robert wanted to, and Robert was finally just waking up. May I remind you, this is like five o'clock. Yep, that's what he does. Yep. And so then we, uh, Robert, met up with us, and it was me, Tony, Robert, and Hughes, and uh, had a few uh, old fashions there. And um, yeah, then we ended up uh, getting the, <laughs> he was said, you guys can get whatever you want. It's on the card. All right, well. Brandy Alexander's. I'm going to get the biggest prime rib that there is. Oh. So, uh, yeah, we ended up eating. Food was great, just that we were hammered. Um, and then it came That's back. That's kind of like the first time we did our supper club at Antlers. We were hammered. We, we were just hammered. needed something to eat. Exactly. And I took the rest of that <laughs> loaf of bread back to <laughs> Wayne's, and I hollowed it out because the middle was soft still. And I was yeah. just eating pieces of bread with butter. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, we did that, and uh, after we got done, we're like, oh, we're going to have an after-dinner drink. Well, yeah, let's do that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For you wrestling fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) we ended up having an ice cream drink. Hughes looked at me and goes, I'm going home. 
I don't know if he even finished his whole ice cream drink. I didn't. What did you get? What did he get? Uh, I think he got a brandy, Alexander. What did you get? White, white dove? dove? Of oh, course yeah. you did. Of course. You never go wrong with the white dove. But uh, I got the white dove. I forgot what uh, Tony and uh, Robert got. But um, Tony usually get a brandy, Alexander. Yeah. Um, and Robert's a grasshopper man. Yes. So, yeah, so then we uh, <laughs> I was walking out of Antlers, and I was like, you know when you get hammered, and in your mind you're like, I'm okay? Yeah. But you know damn well the way you're walking is you're walking, like if you wanted to walk 10 feet, it takes you about 30 feet side to side to get to that 10 feet. <laughs> yep. That like, was Well, I guess I'm not okay. Yeah. So that's where I was kind of like, then, you know what, I'm not going anywhere else. I'm just going to go home. Uh, went home and then Tony and Dino then came over and we watched the rest of uh, SummerSlam. So that would oh. be around eight o'clock, I would say. I watched SummerSlam this morning. Did you now? I sure did. That was my Sunday morning cartoons. Oh. And speaking of L.A. Knight, they yeah, he won one of the L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> they've been. If, if you guys have not been seen, they've been doing a bunch of. Uh, memes with him like so any song that has yeah yeah like i just saw the um i just saw the uh elton john i'm still standing and then that was actually what that one was pretty good uh <laughs> let's see if i can what was it. the uh there was uh i don't know it was acdc or uh there was money money <laughs> uh the fuck? and oh uh of course little john the east side boys oh Usher, yep the yeah, song where it's, yeah, they cu- they'll have the music video. They'll cut to him on the mic in the wrestling ring. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's 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 getting really big on that right uh, now. Yeah, some people think it's starting to wear thin, but I still okay like here. It. So I will uh, <laughs> I will play this for you. This is the. Uh, <laughs> I never heard that one before, but I could because I've seen a lot of those. I could I could just I could picture the fucking uh, TikTok or whatever yeah. the fuck that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a big thing right now. Like uh, you just it's as it's probably. As big as like when Stone Cold did the what, or even Ric Flair woo. Yeah, it's well, about, nothing, well, will, nothing will ever top woo. I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty big gimmick right now in wrestling. But yeah, yeah I watched it. It was pretty good. He won uh, the Lesnar Cody Rhodes match was pretty great. Was it? Yeah, that's when I uh, I think I started watching it when I got match. back home. Okay, so when I got home, it was if I was correct. Oh shit. Um, guys, you got to remember I was hammered too. So, um, I want to say like right when I started watching it, it was the, uh, triple threat, Charlotte, Oscar, and that was a shit match. It looked like it. Well, oh, I, fell I fell asleep. I fell asleep through it. Place I fell and... asleep. Uh, okay. So me and Tony were kind of like, well, yeah, kind of exactly. sleeping <laughs> and then I, but I could not believe I was like, holy crap. I mean, it went till after 11. Yeah. It was four and a half hours long. I was like, that's, holy shit. That's the longest, uh, summer view in the triple H era. Yeah. 
Well, except for WrestleMania, but that's expected. Well, that's two nights. But yeah. still, two nights, it was like three and a half hours each. This was four and a half hours for one pay-per-view. I mean, it, it was packed. I mean, it was sold out. And they out. even cut a Becky Lynch match. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is stupid. Why would they? Unless they're trying to push LA Knight, which they probably are. Yeah. Because if they have I mean, the, that's the smartest thing to do in the business. Whatever is your top guy, you need to push him. Well, he's not the top guy, but. Well. You know, uh, he's got momentum and you can't you can't like leave him out because no. then momentum goes away, people, and you've lost fire in a bottle. Um, so they're trying to push him a little bit now. He'll probably go for either the U.S. championship or the Intercontinental. Um, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> that Drew McIntyre and. Uh, I, I uh, oh, uh, and Gunter. Yeah, they call him. That was I'll a, always call him Walter. So it, I was when I oh, that, sorry. Just hard slaps. And the hard slaps, and you just saw the blood. That was a blood. stiff match. Yeah, yeah right. If you look at their, if you other. look at their uh, chest and just see the blood welts <laughs> all over. Oh my God! But he, I think they're trying to get him to break Honky Tonk's yeah. record with the yeah Inter- intercontinental. <laughs> I got that stuck but, in my head. <laughs> but uh, well, then the other thing is what what what's Cody going to do? What title? He's not going to go after the. Uh, main title from Roman Reigns. No, I don't see that. Not till WrestleMania. I and can see that. That bloodline story's been going for three years now, and it's, it's pretty still fucking, good. fucking good. Yep. Like some people said that, well, those of you who are following will end this in a couple minutes if you want to fast forward, but uh, this bloodline story in WWE has been going on since the pandemic with Roman Reigns being the champion and his cousins, the Usos, tag team champions at a lot of times. and if you don't know so this is uh the this is a samoan background yeah. or family that's Rikishi been around forever there. the rock uh the rock is in that same family uh headbangers or not uh, not the headbangers head shrinkers. Um, the head shrinkers i'm sorry uh, but uh what the fuck come on umaga umaga and who's the fucking guy that's he's always haku oh was the other yes uh, other guy in there and then Fatu as well. <coughs> well, Fatu and Haku are the same guy, yeah. just in different. Oh yeah, that's right. WCW, I'm sorry. Yep. EC, or, uh, WWE. But it's been going on for three years, and Roman Reigns has been the champ, and there's been infighting in their little group, and now it's looking like it looked like it was gonna fall apart completely, but then one of the brothers turned on one another. It's a big soap opera. It's fun to it's watch. A, yeah, it's a man soap opera is what it is. I mean, you guys can watch your who. Uh, who killed, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, or not killed, but... Uh, Dallas? Oh, yeah. Well, who killed or who shot JR? <laughs> or even the bow and hope of back in the days of Days of Our Lives. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> I think it was because when I was younger, my uh, mother was very big into that. And when we were younger, and it was a summer, uh, and she would come home on lunch breaks, she had to take over. Because that's back then when you didn't have many TVs in the house. And not a lot of people had VCRs either to tape shit. Ah, uh, that was also another big one. It's like, you know, you could only tape one thing. I mean, unless you had VCRs in, like, how many other rooms? Yeah, multiple TVs with multiple VCRs. <laughs> Wait, and I can remember, too, it's like, you got HBO? You guys are rich. Yeah, exactly. I remember that was also a big thing is when you had that. So, I mean. Uh, I remember when we first got Satellite Dish. And, you know, how big the satellite dishes were. Holy shit. Well, when direct TV first came around, they got smaller, but 
they would never let me watch like Beavis and Butthead and stuff oh, okay, like that. Yep. But they would rerun it like four episodes in a row at like midnight. So I'd set the timer on the VCR to record at midnight and right before bed I'd put it on MTV and I would tape it while the TV was off because it was recording through the satellite. So that's how I'd watch it. That was always a smart idea. <coughs> Are you all right over there? Man, something in the back of my throat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's enough WWE talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, now we're back. If you uh, fast forward. <laughs> if you fast forward and we're done talking about wrestling like a couple of children. Correct, yes. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, not next week, but the weekend after, we're heading out to Krabby's for our next supper club. You I'm know excited it. about that. I, I am too. Have, I've heard that, many great uh, things about that place. They got a stuffed prime rib where it's like a big prime rib and they slit the middle and stuff it with like cheese and uh, something else. All right. I'm salivating right now. Keep continuing. <laughs> well, one of us has got to order it. I'm probably yes. going to order it. Um, They're also known for their crab legs, aren't and, they? Well, they've got, they got, they're one of those places that changes their menu around a lot. So they've They've got a, like a lot of specials going on. We're going on a Friday night, so it's going to be the yeah. fish fry night. But when we have to go on a Friday night, we don't do the fish fry. We get their other menu items. So I'm hoping they have the stuffed prime rib that night. That would be nice. Um, I guess Packers family night was last night, huh? Okay. I, gu- I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, but I didn't even... I mean, hey, did anybody anybody watch? (laughs) Well, usually we'd see people like on uh, Snapchat or something that were at the game. I mean, I did see a few. Yeah, I saw a few that were like on Facebook, but yeah, nobody on Snapchat. Like I looked at my Google feed and it said something about it on the news feed. And I was like, oh, it happened already. I'm like, oh. I mean, it's more or less. That's why they call it family fun night. It's because, uh, you know, this is going to be the opportunity to go to uh, watch, you know, even if they're practicing. I mean, it's still an opportunity to go. I don't know. It just seemed like this year it sort of quietly went by because otherwise there'd always be people post on Facebook about being at the game. I think that everybody's all. I didn't see any. Yeah. And everybody around here is all more worried about what's going on in New York with Rogers. Like. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's it's like everybody's just all wondering, you know. I guess I don't talk sports with many people anymore because I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, like, if good you're, for him. Good for and him. And we're rebuilding. Right. It, it's eventually going to happen. I mean, he, he, sports he was really, the longest. I've, as I've gotten older, sports is a really uh, dumb thing to get happy or sad about. Well, except for the argument of who's better, Jordan <laughs> or LeBron. Fuck him. Exactly. Jordan all the way. It's a different league. Well, yeah, now it's more of a pansy league than it was back then. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever saw Jordan flop. No. <laughs> He'd throw an elbow in your fucking face. And I think one time on I saw Rodman flop, but then he did take an elbow, and then he uh, kicked that cameraman. Oh, cameraman right in the balls. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's when it was awesome to watch it. Yeah. They should have actually had how they have this. Remember um, the Phoenix Suns run where Barkley was just elbowing people like – he was on Saturday Night Live because of it, and they had him on. Uh, they had a skit with him and Barney, the children's show. Yes, and he is elbowing Barney right in the face. It was supposed to be a friendly game. He goes up for a rebound and smashes the big stupid purple dinosaur in the face, dunks on him. I mean, that's how it was. I mean, back then, all sports. I mean. You- like we were talking last week about the George Brett Pintar incident. I mean, he came out of that fucking dugout like he was going to kill that. Right. Pump. 
back then. And that ump was famous, is still famous, because I think he's still, or he just retired, but he was always famous for fucking players over and calling strikes that were clearly balls Correct. or calling people out when they were clearly safe. Yep. Uh, forget the guy's name, but he's got like a, he's got like Facebook pages dedicated to him being a fucking terrible ump. Well, they even got like some that you know I'm gonna murder. Grab beer. Yeah, like they actually have some about you know <laughs> murdering him for fuck's sake. <laughs> Are you gonna try the Heffenweizen or not the Heffenweizen, the Weisenheimer? You might as well have the, because there was like a six pack I think or of that Weisenheimer. Uh, no, the peach was the other one. There should be another one. It's the why. It, um, you found it. All right, there you go. The Let just... him be the one that drinks. You know, like I said, well, I, I had more than enough yesterday. I didn't have much to drink yesterday. <coughs> I had a couple <clears throat> bourbon old fashions yesterday, oh, okay. though. Just two of them, but because I was driving. Yeah. But it was called like Devil's River Bourbon. Okay. It was made out of agave. I don't know how the fuck that works. <coughs> oh my god. It's like a dry spot in the back of my throat. Won't go away. Huh. These are the signs of times. <coughs> He's still trying to get over this. Uh, but anyway, the steel brewery, the the ones that make that uh, sucker pickle. punch pickle. Yeah, and then Shannon texted me yesterday. Woodman's and Green Bay is carrying yeah, it now. Did, Yeah. I'm like, why don't you pick up eight of them? <laughs> hey, Shannon, did you pick us up any? Nope. Nope. You decided just to show us yeah, that it's there. Like, hey, it's here. <laughs> At least it's here right now. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, uh, but yeah, this is a Weissenheimer from Distille Brewery, a hyphen Weissen Ale. So it says it's fruity, hazy, and refreshing. I'll okay. be the judge of that. All right. and oh. But uh, I got to pour it in the old Pabst goblet. Oh, perfect <clears throat> pour. But yeah, I always thought agave... They made tequila out of it, so made I tequila, don't know. Yeah. But then somebody was telling me, fuck this throat thing. <coughs> somebody was telling me it's the way they, they use a different part of the plant, and they make it into mash for whiskey instead well, of the and leaves then, for... Uh, isn't there agave is only in uh, like a <laughs> certain beer, isn't it? Like a Modelo and uh, Tecate? Tecate, and there's another one. The, but... Uh, a Mexican beer with agave in it is what you use for... Micheladas. Micheladas. Um, but otherwise, it's always made for tequila or agave syrup. Fuck. Well, probably take a drink of that. <coughs> that's probably going to help your... Uh, that's probably the cure right there. Come on, Weisenheimer. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good beer. Is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. I recommend it. It's a little dark. Yeah, it's a little fruity in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> the beer is fruity. Gay. But, uh, yeah, Packers family night, I didn't see anybody go to it. So no. that was surprising to me. And like I said, that's more of a thing where it's just for the family to, you know. And then, like, their biggest spectacle is the fireworks and the laser show after. <laughs> laser light show. Primetime, yeah. baby. That, yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, getting excited for football season. Um like I said, I love fall. Well, we were talking to one of our other members, and he might have some tickets for you for a football game. Yep. Uh, Badger. Uh, Badger game. It'd be around Halloween. I think it's the 26th or 28th. It would be the 28th, if and I believe. And they'd be playing Ohio State. Ohio State. So that'd be a hell of a game to go to if you can get them. 
Uh, I've never been to a Badger game that's on my bucket list. Well, you can come with us then. Well, if there's an extra ticket, there's going to be four tickets. So I'm going then. If you're if you're claiming the tickets, one of them's mine. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's always it's it's a great time, well, dude. The uh, only thing, okay, Badger I will football's say awesome in the first place, but then Badger football in fall. Yeah, that's the best. Um, like the only thing is, is it's a lot of walking. Yeah. Um, I'm losing weight, but so mine, I, I gotta. It's a lot of walking. My knee when, is wonky. When you're uh, when you're drunk, then too, it doesn't seem like it's a lot of walking, <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of walking. But it's worth it. I mean, going to a Badger game, a lot of people have not been able to experience the jump around and to feel the the stadium like literally vibrate and like it's well, been any, on the Richter scale. Yeah, any college game that college atmosphere is unlike any sporting event yes. you'll ever be to, whether it's basketball, football. I've always wanted to. I mean. I always want to go to a Notre Dame game, but I think I always would want to. I would want to go to a Michigan. Michigan, game. the big house. The big house. I mean, that's got over a hundred. Hundred ten thousand. Yeah. I think. I mean, that's just that's just crazy. But yeah, a lot of sports shits starting to happen. Brewers made some trades. We got a yep. pretty good uh, first baseman from the Pittsburgh Pirates, Carlos who... Santana, the singer. I mean, not the singer. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the, the Carlos Santana, the singer. Yeah. No, I'm Carlos Santana. <laughs> Is he that guy on first base with the fedora and the mustache? Uh, but uh, he he hit a decent amount of home runs in a park that sucks for hitting home runs. So Cleveland, no Pittsburgh. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, so to put him in Miller Miller Park, it's always going to be Miller Park. Yep. Uh, he'll probably up them numbers quite a bit. So hopefully the Brewers can make it deep into the postseason this year. Uh, our pitching's great. It's just our offense hasn't been that great. Yeah, that's the main one. Are you going to any other Brewer games scheduled yet this year? Not that I know of. Me neither. I mean, it's I always tough. To like, well, it's like I said, it's tough because you know the older we get, we just feel like we have stuff going on. And there was a guy that was actually talking about this. He goes, you know, you get older, and sometimes doing nothing on a weekend but just sitting home is like so self gratifying. Well. Uh, those older people that have Packers tickets, they all they're starting to sell them a lot more because going to a game is too much of a hassle for them versus yeah. staying home and watching the game. And I mean, everything's just—I mean, the prices for everything. I mean, it's just it, twelve bucks for a fucking beer to experience something. Yes, you're gonna want to go and you're gonna want to <coughs> see it at least once. You want to experience it. But I think after you have, you just kind of you know like. Packer games. It, it's a lot. It's a lot better just to you know whether you're at a bar or at a friend's house watching the game. Um, you yeah, because you're not dealing with like the, eighty thousand other idiots, right? And it's like so. If you ever like you know you go to a thing live, uh, you, you watch it on TV. You hear the announcers, but when you're at the game, you're just like there's you know assholes everywhere. Right. I mean, like look at when we went to uh, Raw. I mean, it's such. It's so weird going from like watching it on TV with the announcers from. You're seeing the announcers talking, but you're... Well, with our seats being that close, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I would definitely do that again. I think, actually, to tell you the truth, I think they're coming back. I saw that coming up. Uh, they were showing some uh, dates, and I think uh, Green Bay was on the date. I think it's for a SmackDown. Okay, we haven't been to a SmackDown. I, we went to a Raw. Right. I've been to a SmackDown, and I actually like that a lot better because those two-hour shows are a lot better than... Oh, yeah, instead of the three-hour Raws. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably be down if the date works out. And then, obviously, I'd be able to get the pre-sale oh, yeah, tickets. So. And a SmackDown will be on a Friday night, so yep. we could go out afterwards. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, so I'll uh, 
I'm assuming like when it actually does come, when it does get announced and comes available, I'll already have the pre-sale tickets to Sweet. get uh, to get. So we'll get the ringside again. Fuck yeah, because yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a couple comedy shows coming up. There's one fall. that I want. There's yeah. There's one that I wish that or that I wish that. There's one that I'm definitely probably going to go to Chris again. Chris Porter again yep, in November. Yep, he's going to be there. There's a couple of the guys I forget. Oh, uh, K. Trevor Wilson. Uh, Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. He's going to be uh, there in September, I think. I believe so, yes. <clears throat> but then I got a couple concerts, I know, in like December. So, And there's a lot of shit going around around the uh, week of hunting that I'm going to miss because I'm going to go on hunting instead. Yep. But any Packer game tickets on the horizon for you? I don't know. It's one of those things where if somebody's like, ah, I don't feel like going, and then they offer them to you. Then I'll say, okay, well, I mean, but like I said, that's always a big thing, too, is trying to find people that want to go. And it depends how good they're doing at the time. Right. So. I mean, do I think that, I, I, I think it'll be fun to watch and see how well uh, Jordan Love, you know, you're just hearing so many things. You're hearing, and obviously, I'm not going to believe one reporter from another. Yeah. Um, I mean, they even had Shefty saying that, uh, that he can see um, uh, Jordan Love being the next big franchise quarterback for Green Bay. Yeah, maybe, maybe well, not. He'd only be the third one in my lifetime. So <laughs> right. But so I mean, it's 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 tough to say what it will be or what what will happen this season. I guess you can only. I'm excited. You can't go. Yeah, you can't go off of. Uh, you know what will happen at training camp. I mean, it, it's not until you get those reps inside of a game until you're really going to realize. You know how good of a player he can be. Yep. So but we'll have to organize some parties this year. I agree. Oh, and also I went to uh, I went to Wayne's last night or yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was talking to Jason and Brooke, and uh, Jason's like, "Come here, let me come back here. I want to show you something." I'm like, "What?" And all of a sudden, I seen this big, huge cardboard, like 80, 85 inches, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" He's like, "That's what I was going to show you." This is the TV that's going up here. I'm like, oh, what? Where the uh, projection screen used yep. to be? There's going to be an 85 foot or 85 foot. Oh, 85 Jesus, inch. across the side <laughs> yeah, right? of the whole bar. Uh, 80, <laughs> uh, 85 inch uh, TV. And uh, he told me uh, what he's going to have to do. You know, he's like, I want to get this up before Packer uh, game start. But he's like, I want this to kind of be uh, kind of like a little sporty area right here. And he's like, and. Uh, I want to kind of soundproof this a little bit better as well because, uh, you know, in case we have bands or something uh, back here. And then they was uh, then also telling me about where the garage is going to be, that that lift-up garage. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they they got a lot of plans in their works. I see they are are doing amazing on their food choices. Yeah, they they added, like, some chicken salads and their, like, that whatever that chicken sandwich is, everybody said that. It's really yeah, good that's, too. Yeah, that, that's been very well. I um, and then when I was there last yesterday, I'm a big fan of their brat patty. Oh yeah, and uh, those. Whenever somebody puts those, I always try them because they're yeah. usually good. Whenever you mix beef and pork, it's it's a winner. It is. And so uh, Brooke said here, she like gave me like this little triangle piece of uh, on a bun, a pretzel bun. She goes, I know how much you like the brat patty. She's like, I want you to try this one. Let me know if you think this one's better than the one that we've had. And I was like, yeah, this one's way better. She's like, okay, we're going to go with this one. Sweet. It seemed like it was more thicker, too, as well. So, <laughs> you know, so just out there, you know, help, you know, it's all about uh, the businesses around us. I mean, 
Uh, for them to thrive, we get to thrive as well. That, that makes any sense? Nope, sure don't. But what? <laughs> well, what's, uh, you've got cornhole coming up. I do next Saturday, uh, which will be yeah, the uh, well this coming Saturday. I'm sorry, the uh, August twelfth. That's going to be happening at Wayne's Place. Sign-ins from 10 until 11.30. Matches start at noon. $30 all-you-can-drink, rail or domestic, all the way through the tournament. Good God. Uh, going to be doing uh, 50-50 as well, like we always do, having DJ music all day as well. So it's going to be a good time, hoping for good weather. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's, this is like a kind of stuff that we do, you know, to, you know, I mean, we can't do this in the winter, so. Fuck yeah, because, man, I wish we, well, see, the only place you could do an indoor one like that is at Lumberyard in the back. Yes. But she doesn't really do that mm-hmm. that often because it takes so much to heat that back area. Yes, it so, does. <clears throat> but, yeah, cornhole next weekend at Wayne's, and then the weekend after is the Fireman's Picnic in Cecil. Yep. And uh, and next weekend, I guess there's Fireman's Picnic at Green Valley. Yep. Next, yeah, next Saturday, Green Valley has theirs as well. So I'm kind of competing with them. Oh yeah, because all those Green Valley folks love to play some cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> they love to get cornholed. Oh. All right. I mean, there was he a said f- it, not me. There was a few girls that were uh, at the corn roast that looked like they could get a good cornholing. Oh boy. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, don't think that you weren't thinking it, too. I wasn't until you mentioned it. <laughs> okay, and now that I did, now you were like, yeah, maybe. I mean, they could take at least two cups. I think um, also, <clears throat> we also have somebody that might be joining the Lions. I think I, I kind of persuaded them to. Oh, yeah? Josh. Oh, good. I mean, it's not that much work, and you get to drink on the job. <laughs> well, yeah, so I talked yeah. to you. Yeah. So. Uh what else you got? Anything? Otherwise, I was going to move on to some bad news. Um, I'm just trying to think. I actually, I thought I wrote this down. Like I said, we our content isn't that great this week. Well, I, I had a fucking list of show, <laughs> show notes, notes, and I left it at work. And I forgot what it all said. So, I'll Oh, s- yeah. I remember now what I was going to do. Um, I'm going to go and I'm going to buy a uh, <coughs> Dollar General Dollar sexual novel um, Oh, yeah. We were talking week. to our friend Brooks. Did yep. we mention that last week? Yeah, we did. Uh, we got to read a paragraph a week out of that. With steamy music in the background. <laughs> I've just got to try to find some kind of like... Uh, Dollar erotic novels. <laughs> it'd kind of be like if we could have like uh, how they uh, how they did uh, Deep Thoughts by Jack Haney, that kind of voice, you know, to start it. <laughs> well, I was talking to uh, my gal and we were talking about like horoscopes and how they're bullshit. Yeah. And we were talking about we should have a segment on the show called Horrible Horoscopes where <laughs> whatever month it is. Like once per month, we'll be like, "Hey Gemini, you know you're how you're a real asshole. You know, <laughs> the stars aligned perfectly this month for you to <clears throat> maybe get your shit together." <laughs> See, yeah, I wonder, do they actually have like horrible, horrible horoscopes? So, like, I actually was looking for them, and there's been a couple people who wrote like single articles about it, but nobody has like a weekly or monthly that I could find. Uh, horrible horoscopes. Uh, let me pull the one I was looking at. Uh, <laughs> it was called Asshole Astrology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me pull a uh, fuck. Where did I save it? I know I saved it somewhere. Asshole Astrology. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it before. Okay. Load, load, load. 
All right. <laughs> so that's what the astrology is? <laughs> Just load? No. So oh. <laughs> the guy, he only wrote it one time because I was looking for other... Uh, like a weekly thing or a okay, monthly yep. thing or even a yearly thing. He, nope, he just wrote this back in uh, 2019. James Garside uh, just had an article called Asshole Astrology, and he goes through, you know, basically what we just explained. And uh, what is this month? Uh, For uh, the sign? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aquar- not Aquarius. Signs, signs everywhere, sign. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, I'll just read off the first one here. Aquarius, uh, you're being chased by a swarm of angry bees. Luckily, they're far away, so if you keep going, they won't be able to catch up with you. Still, remember to be kind to bees. It's not their fault that they're angry. We've totally screwed them over. Don't be a dick about it. <laughs> that does sound like a deep thoughts by Jack Handy, though. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, yeah, just... I was thinking about maybe going and reading some actual bullshit horoscopes and then like just fucking with it to rearrange them and maybe have a monthly thing or whatever the horoscope is. Okay, the month so right is. now we are in Leo. Leo? Leo. Let me see if it uh continue in the app. Why? I don't want to go to the app. I'm not getting the medium app. Fuck you. No, it only had <laughs> They have a thing called uh negative horoscopes on Leo. Go ahead. What does it say? Um, well, I clicked on it, and uh, for, for some reason, it's they're saying uh, it said anyway. something about negative traits of oh, of that's Leo. that's bullshit. Five not, toxic traits of yeah, Leo yeah, that scare. They're, yeah. they're not making fun of it. They're thinking it's real shit. Here, I'll just read one more from Pisces because this one kind of made me laugh. Pisces. Some days you're the mouse. Other days you're the cheese. This week, you're mostly a mouse made out of cheese, being chased by a great big cat who's lactose intolerant. Who or what is this cat in this metaphor, and what does it want from you? That's what you need to work out. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one. It makes you think. No, it doesn't. I, it did for me. Okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> a cat that's lactose intolerant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought about this then, too. What? Last week with the snake issue, if you would have had a cat, we wouldn't have had that issue. Bullshit! Your cat wouldn't kill a snake. My cat's just retarded and dead. Yeah, exactly. If I but had I'm a house saying cat, like, well, I mean, you could just you know. Well, you, if I had a feral cat outside, you're saying I'd bring it in for killing things, right? And then just set it back outside. Uh, as long as it doesn't piss and shit all over the place, because then I'd have to kill it. <laughs> what are you gonna do with a Swiffer? Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking hold, hold it down, down with the Swiffer. All right, settle off. down there, fucking Peta. <laughs> Christ's sake, we didn't kill a fucking cat yet. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I was thinking about making some shit up, so maybe stay tuned for that. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could kind of be like, you know, like I said, you know, if you ever watched SNL back in the day, you know, this was like, Jack Handy, this yeah. was like the Jack Handies, you know, back then. And now deep thoughts by Jack Even this kind of music, you know. If aliens from outer space ever come and we show them our civilization and they make fun of it, we should say we were just kidding. That this isn't really our civilization, but a gag we hope they would like. (laughs) Then we tell them to come back in 20 years to see our real civilization. After that, we start a crash program of coming up with an impressive new civilization. Either that or just shoot down the aliens as they're waving goodbye. (laughs) 
fucking Jack Handy. <laughs> the opening of that was narrated by Phil Hartman. I could tell. Yeah, was his voice. Oh, Phil Hartman had that. His voice was. He I had so wa- many voice, you know. Yeah, but watching him on news radio, news radio was, was the best. The best. Yep. Man, and, he and, got fucking. That was one of the shows that. By his wife. That was one of the shows that I was hoping that would have stayed on longer. I mean, you had. Joe Rogan was the idiot mechanic or the uh, maintenance guy. But. Yeah, conspiracy theory. Andy Dick was the crazy fucking like intern. Yep. Or and then, uh, beat reporter. Then that guy uh, from Kids in a Hall. Dave Foley. Yep. Was Dave the Foley. Guy who ran. And then the owner. Uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. He's a character actor in everything. The yeah, owner, he was in. Yeah, he was Jimmy, in. Jimmy. Uh, but his real name is. God damn it. He was in Dodgeball. Yep. Uh, but he's been a serious actor. Uh, he's just a very good actor, and he played that role perfect. Um, his name's on the tip of my tongue. God damn it. Uh, I will find it for you in just okay. a But he's one of those guys like Brian Cox. Steven Root. Yep, Steven Root. Um, but he's been in everything. He's yeah. like the king of character actors. I think that's what I like about Roku Channel is they actually they have the news radio on uh, Roku yeah, for free to watch. There's like so. four seasons. I've watched it over and over yeah. again a dozen times. I love it. I hope they never take it off because that would be some bad news. So I did. Oh, hang on. God damn it. See, okay. I was looking at you too with the like, ready? Ready? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad yeah, news. So you remember how we had last week that technical difficulties issue? So we are. I had to try to reformat this disc. Hopefully this did work. Um, and yeah, we're going to have to do that after every show. After every show. And... Uh, that's what ended up happening then. And so because of it, had to reformat it, erase it all. Um, and then all the stuff's got to get put back into it. So that's why I'm kind of a little slow because I'm doing this all off the laptop while it's You've recording. always been a little slow. Hey, you want to know what? There's nothing wrong with slow people. <laughs> all right? You want to know Do who you... I have an issue with? I have an issue with them people that come to the front door and say, let me tell you about Jesus Christ and your Savior. I'll tell you right now to your face. Dude, I, I had a woman stop me in Charlie's while I was getting pizzas once. Okay, and what'd she ask? She's like, have you heard of the Lord Jesus? I'm like, yeah, we're best friends. And she's like, well, that's good. And I was, she was going, that's the only reason she was at Charlie's. And people are like, bitch, I'm trying to get cheese. This would actually be a real funny prank to pay on somebody like that. If you know that you're going to end up in a situation like that, tell one of your friends. Oh, hell, I'll even do it. Or we'll have Tyler do this. We'll, we'll have her- Tyler dressed in a robe, and he'll be like, dude, <laughs> she would come up to you and say, let me have, or do you know about Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior? And be like, I'd be like, let me tell you about Lord no, Jesus. Like you, you're, you just put a finger to her mouth and go, shh. And then you go, hey, Seuss. <laughs> And Tyler comes out in a white robe with a red sash. (laughs) Yes, my son. (laughs) That would be something that would be really hilarious. You'd have to know that she's there like every week or something. I only see her there once. Well, I mean, that that could be with anybody. I mean, that could be at any store because like a lot of times you'll find him. He's got to carry that outfit around and change in a phone booth like Superman. Could you imagine him actually just like best thing to do was actually if you could hire some truck driver with a box (laughs) truck and he's like. Hiding, or not hiding, but Tyler's behind it. And then all of a sudden, uh, the lady comes up to you, or a guy comes up to you and says uh, about Lord Jesus, and then you have like a little, you know, uh, remote, <laughs> or not remote, like a walkie-talkie, and you'd be like, do it. And the vehicle drives away, and then all of a sudden there's Tyler carrying a cross <laughs> towards, the, <laughs> t- towards the market. 
Or he just walks up and puts his hand on the lady and goes, you're really fucking annoying. You know that? <laughs> or just uh, get a bottle of the boxed wine and say, I just turned this into wine. <laughs> or, <laughs> the friends, yeah. No, he grabs a bottle of the pre-made Kool-Aid, rips the label off. He's like, this used to be water. This is for you. <laughs> that would be, I mean, uh, something funny. I mean. Do you have the law and order sound? I do actually have the law and order sound. All right, get ready because okay. this happened this past weekend in Greenville. So a 31-year-old Greenville man has been charged in connection with damage to several vehicles at Fox City Stadium on Friday. Yeah, fuck. Uh, Clint Freeberg is being charged <laughs> with... like Freebird. Yeah, I know. Charged with felony criminal damage to property after allegedly keying several vehicles in the parking lot during the Friday night's Timber Rattlers game. So officers finally tracked this fucking idiot down. Uh, and they interviewed a bunch of people. And well, and then there was a video of it. Yeah, they, they caught the guy. Uh, Freeberg said he didn't know why he committed the crime, but said he experienced a temper tantrum at 31 years old. No, I no. a temper tantrum after he had gotten into a dispute with another fan. Uh, at first, Freeberg said that he only keyed one car, but through dialogue with the deputies, he admitted to keying several up to 18 cars. 18 fucking cars. 31 years old. I had a temper tantrum, and I fucking keyed a bunch of vehicles. Uh, because of some fan, I keyed 18 unknown vehicles. Probably one of them, right? Right. Oh, God. Court records show the Freebird made his initial appearance in Autogamy Court on Monday. He faces up to three and a half years in prison and $10,000 in fines plus restitution to all the vehicle owners. We'll follow up on this case as it progresses. What the hell? What a fucking douche. All right. Well, this one happened in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Authorities in Chicago metropolitan area have arrested a man accused of setting his girlfriend on fire in a small village of Salem Lakes, Wisconsin. Good God. <laughs> wow. I guess the new thing of uh, setting this uh, setting this on fire. I don't yeah, hear your... Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm just like kind of like fail. thinking... Fail. Just I, I'm just kind of like thinking like of a, 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 an R&B soul song uh, that, you know, maybe Al Green would have did or Marvin Gaye and setting this love on fire. Soul is on fire? Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, okay. According to an updated press release from the Kenosha County Sheriff's Office, Jesus Christ, Kenosha is just... It's it's not It's right up there with Fond du Lac almost. And I, and I believe that Jody lives there as well in Kenosha. <laughs> Probably so. the suburb. She's fine. Yeah, yeah, you're all right. Uh, Myron F. Bowie was located and taken into custody in Chicago. Bowie's vehicle was located in the Chicago Heights area by police. When he was taken into custody without incident, the victim remains in critical condition but is expected to survive, thank God. Bowie and the victim allegedly had an argument where Myron stated he would kill the victim, her children, and her entire family before setting her on fire and driving away. And he followed through? Yeah. Bowie's expected to remain in custody in Illinois pending an extradition hearing in Cook County, Illinois. Kenosha County Sheriff David Zarner extended his gratitude toward numerous agencies and the community for assisting in locating <coughs> Bowie. Wow. That's just nuts. So I got one more. Okay. Uh, this happened July 30th, Madison, Wisconsin. An unknown intruder at a Wisconsin frat house was unable to be identified, and the prints were sent to the FBI. 
Uh, a man who authorities were not able to identify was arrested on a trespassing charge after being found watching TV at a frat house in southern Wisconsin. According to the Madison Police Department, uh, just before 11 p.m. on July 24th, 24th uh, a man called officers after seeing a stranger watching TV in the main living room of his <laughs> frat house. Officers entered the residence and able to take the man into custody. However... They say efforts to positively, positive, fucking goddamn. Yeah, I was just like, wow, you got positively identify. God damn you! <laughs> if you would have shut the fuck up, I would have been able to say identify. Efforts to positively identify him were unsuccessful. The man's prints will now be sent to the FBI for identification. Officers noted in the release the suspect was booked at the Dade County Jail for criminal trespass. And the investigation is ongoing, and no other details are provided. So some fucking ghost man who doesn't have any ID, no fingerprints in any systems, just decided to walk in some guy's frat house and start watching TV. I mean, seems like a harmless crime, but... Well, you want to know what it probably was. You know, he was probably maybe uh, stealing his account for Netflix, but when they finally went to, you only can have the main account, he went to the main house source to... <laughs> To watch, finish watching his Netflix. Series. You guys know Joe Bob? I mean, uh, what the fuck? What was that? I don't know. I opened. Holy shit! That's. I opened my app and it was playing a a porno. No, with some chainsaws. Fucking ad. Oh. Um. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Okay. So my last one. This one happened in Providence, Rhode Island. Let's wrap this uh, fucking show. I know, right? A Connecticut man was given nearly three hundred thousand dollars in fraudulent Home Depot credit by walking into stores in several states taking expensive doors and then returning them without a receipt, federal prosecutors alleged. Alexandri, whatever, Alexandri Costa Mora, 26 of West Hartford, Connecticut, was detained without bail after a judge entered not guilty pleas on his behalf this week in Rhode Island Federal Court. Costa Mora is facing charges of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Providence said on a statement on Wednesday. Costa de, uh Dressed to appear like a Just contractor. Say the guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he appeared to dress like a contractor, enter the stores empty handed, prosecutors alleging court documents. He then would load doors and several other doors worth hundreds of dollars into each uh, a lumber cart, then take them to the service department, return them without a receipt. <laughs> he was given store credit in forms of cards and then later redeemed them at stores. If returned if the return was denied, he would take the doors without paying and return them at another store. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Home Depot stores in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, also Maine, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey were all involved in this. Well, he's been getting away for a while. Right. He's not the idiot. They're fucking idiots. 370 fraudulent store credits between June of 2021 and February of 2022. Yeah. Good on that guy. Fuck yeah. it. I they're mean, he's just more or less exposing their... Their, their process is fucked. Right. Uh, so it turns then as well that uh, the defendant apparently used his own driver's license once and then used several fraudulent licenses with other names to conduct the other returns. It says that we require a valid driver's license or government issue photo and for the non-receipt returns. Um, and it turns out then that uh, the, the company tried to uh, get a voicemail or an email seeking comment that was left at Home Depot, but they uh, ended up not. Anyone, that they... was a uh, what the fuck was that movie way back in the day with Damon Wayans, where he was part of a credit card scam. Uh, was it Damon Way- Wayans that was in it? Yeah. Hmm. 
And who the fuck was his girlfriend in there? Not Jennifer Lopez. Maybe it was Jada Pinkett. It was back when Damon Wayans was like a pretty big star. He was in Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis. Yep. But he was in another movie. But Was it Mole Money? Yeah. Okay. There you go. So he would steal credit cards from dead people because they used to send out pre-authorized credit cards to people in the mail. And he would get... He would notice that these people were dead, but then he would pocket them and start buying shit, you know, on these dead people's already pre-authorized credit cards. And he'd go into a jewelry store and buy a bunch of shit and then give it to his buddies with the receipt and they would go get the money for it. Yeah, that's what this is exactly like. Wow. I mean, if you're if you're exposing their Yeah, the, that's their why flaws. they don't yeah, that's why they don't send out pre-authorized credit cards anymore in the mail. No, that yeah, that is one thing because that that was a big huge thing. Um, that's just nuts, though. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's enough bad news. Well, you it's wanna... now time for Pickles Corner. Did you ask Pickles anything on? Yeah, it's on my sheet at work. I'll talk to you about it next weekend. <laughs> okay, so it turns <laughs> out that Pickles. Well, should I ask Paps maybe something? I don't know. You can go ahead. All right. Uh, how, how do I? I just ask. What should we talk about? Be like, hey, Paps, give me a topic to talk about. On my podcast and make it good. <laughs> Give me a topic to talk about on our show and make it good. All right, so here it is. What's your favorite TV show? Let's talk about the best TV shows you ever, or best TV shows that were ever made. Ever made? Well, I guess that's a good topic, I guess. We've never talked about the best TV shows ever. Well, I kind of did once in a while. I always said that Breaking Bad was one of my favorites. The Shield back in the day on FX was great. Yeah. Uh, what about retro TV then? Maybe I'll just like change yeah, it up. Pick a, pick a decade. Pre- um, all right, let's go with, uh, you know what? 70s. Holy shit. The actual 70s. The actual 70s. I mean, there were more than enough. Since I was born in 83, it means I would have had to watch reruns. Right. I know you're probably thinking it's the love boat. No. Holy fuck. I mean, 70s did have a lot of... I'm trying to think, because, like, Miami Vice was in the 80s. All in the Family was in the 70s. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, oh, non-comedies. Right. Like Magnum P.I., was he in, started in the 70s? Used to watch that all the time. Tom Selleck. Uh, I don't See, you shouldn't have said 70s. <laughs> you should have said... Okay, fine, 80s. Or you should have said either pre-80s or 80s. Okay, I'll just say 80s. Okay, fine. That's the cut. Mm. The, the decade of the 80s. Murder, she wrote. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what my parents always used to watch. Well, and that's how you knew when you had to go to bed. Uh <laughs> no, it just meant to, I had to actually go read I, comics. Our or great, our my great grandmother. This is uh, so when we were younger, and my uh, sisters can contest to this. My brother wasn't born, I don't think, yet at the time. Um, when we were younger, and we had to my my grandma, my on uh, my mom, my mom's mom, she passed away before I was born. So our my great grandmother, she would have to babysit us. And literally, that's what she would do. She would watch Murder, She Wrote. And then when uh, we had to stay overnight there, um, we had to go to bed then at like 6 o'clock in the summer. 
What? She, yep. And she used to, and she lived, you know, where the, the community archives here is in town. Yeah. That was my great grandmother's house. And that place was scary as shit. That place was haunted. <laughs> I don't give a shit what anybody says. Oh. An old, you know, old house. And yeah, this place had, I mean, he, she, my great grandmother left every room how it was when my mom and my aunt were there. You know, when, Okay, TV shows of the 80s, the yep. first one that comes to mind is The Wonder Years. That was a pretty good one. Joe Cocker was on the... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the opening uh, theme. Yep. But what's her name? Uh, the girl that was... Uh, not Penny. Uh, there's somebody yelling right now because it was their childhood crush. Uh, it was. Fred Savage was the little kid. And Danica McKellar? No, the character's name. Oh, Gwendolyn. No, you're totally wrong. Just look up the cast of the Wonder Years. That's what I'm doing right now. It's not. Her name was like Wendy Peppercorn, but that was in Sandlot. You were talking about her? No. Huh. I'm trying to think. Her character's name on the show was not whatever the fuck you just said. Mm, let me see what other. Norma. Karen, <laughs> what, what the, f- the fuck are you doing? The Wonder Years. Yeah, I'm gonna just Google the Wonder Years cast, and I'm gonna come up with it faster than you do. All right, you go ahead. And you've got it right at your fucking fingertips right now, and I think you're looking up the remake. Oh, you by know the what? Fuck you, dummy! I didn't know that there was a remake. Well, you're foolish. Ah, fuck! I forgot. All right. Because if Fred Savage wasn't the fucking first thing that you saw, because that was Fred, you know, right. his first, uh, that was his first role. Anyway. Why the fuck? That's why I'm, yeah. They keep coming up with the first. Winnie Cooper? Winnie! Yeah, all right. Fucking Winnie. You son of a bitch. Yeah. So you would and probably no. I'm just that's the only first fucking one that came to mind because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Way bit. I mean, Miami Vice. I remember. Cheers was in the '80s. That was probably up. Um, yeah. Murder she wrote. Alf. Alf was in the '80s. Uh, I think Married with Children started in the '80s. I would say late '80s. Mm-hmm. What else? Knight Rider. Yes. <coughs> Um, the A-Team. Was that in the 80s? Yeah, that fucking van, 21 Jump Street. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's where, what's his name got to start? Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Family Ties. With Michael J. Fox. MacGyver. Holy shit. Matlock. Magnum <laughs> P.I. Golden Girls. <laughs> Golden Girls was, those old bats were, that was a good one. Let's see. Out of the ones we said, I bet you I'd go rewatch the Wonder Years. Tell you the truth, Wonder Years or Cheers? That's I can what always it, watch Cheers. Cheers is what I was going to say. Cheers or uh, Saved by the Bell. I never liked Saved by the Bell. I was a big oh God Kelly Kapowski, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying. You know, who's the uh, smaller chick? The black chick? Oh, Laura Vorkies. Yeah, she was my favorite. I thought it would have been, uh, what the hell was her name? The one that was in uh, Showgirls. Mm. Elizabeth. She was tall and, uh, yeah. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. She was stupid. She was a big dumb. 
I don't like big dumbs. Hey, you know what? What? Why don't you move on to Comedian of the Week so I can clear my throat? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Why don't you talk about that then since, you know, you want to sit there and... uh, Great show, guys, but you still suck in my opinion. (laughs) Go fuck yourself, Joe. It took you 12 years to get big. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I picked Jim Norton this week. Jim Norton's a New York staple comedian at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, I forgot what show was he on. Well, he was on Louis. That okay, yeah. Uh, with Louis C.K. He and he was on the original Louis, the Louis show on HBO, before the Louis on FX. Uh, I think he was on something else too, but he's one of the raunchiest comedians because his life has just been dirty, and he's not afraid to fucking talk about it. I mean, he's been with fucking tranny hookers, and he's gotten massages from. Uh, like those Asian massage places. It's yes. Like he's, he'll totally openly talk about it to you. Uh, but he was on, originally he was on uh, the New York radio show Opie and Anthony. That's where a lot of people first heard of him. And now he's on the Opie and Jim show with a guy who used to be a wrestling commentator, that guy with the Jufro, Jim. Uh, oh, um, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about, though. Whatever. Yes. Uh, the Opie and Jim show, he does... Uh, but still based in New York on Sirius, I think they're on. Yes. But he's always been a stand-up, and he's always had great material. And he's always, he's got a weird look to him. Like oh, he, yeah, he like looks he, like a like, creep. He does. He looks like he could just like set off one day and just shoot up everybody. <laughs> well, no, he looks like the creep of the corner who's going to like take an upskirt video of your girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I never thought of it that that's exactly who he is. He'd be so, kind of like the guys in um, Porky's where they put their dick into that hole. Yeah, he's like, well, might as well try it. Yep. So here's a little Jim Norton from one of his uh, earlier specials. And by the way, where are all these people screaming about privacy invasion when Tiger Woods' personal life was coming apart? I don't remember one civil libertarian or one civil libertarian group sticking up for this guy's right to have privacy in his humiliating personal life falling apart. And look, I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed reading Tiger's text messages as much as anybody. They were fucking fantastic. (laughs) But I don't mind enjoying that because I don't pretend that I'm any better than him. I admit publicly, you bet I'm a piece of shit and I'm a much better dirty texter than that idiot was. He just wasn't very good at it, because you know what I mean? He would just kind of copy and write things he heard in porno. It was really awful. Like, but they, by the way, they didn't even show what the girl said. They would only show you what Tiger said. Dirty text messages, even in context, are very damaging. But out of context, they look really, really bad. And uh, he sent her one, he goes, I want to choke you and slap you in the face. <laughs> that looks bad. Especially with no context. You don't know what the girl said to inspire that. It could have been anything. I'm going to commit genocide. I'm going to choke you and slap you in the face. (laughs) Well, who knows? Maybe she was a horrible racist. You got pretty good for a jigaboo. (laughs) I'm going to choke you and slap you in the face. (laughs) Or maybe it wasn't even Tiger. Maybe he put his phone down at a party and Ben Roethlisberger picked it up. (laughs) 
But I have to, it, it's okay to enjoy that stuff as long as we stick up for people when they're thrown under the bus for behaving like we do. Because again, it was really funny to watch such a nice looking guy be so completely filthy. And I am a pervert for real. And some of his text messages made me go, oh, Jesus. Like he wrote one, he goes, I want to fuck you in the ass and then shove my cock down your throat. You might want to put LOL after that. <laughs> or at least reverse the order. <laughs> Nobody minds if you shove your cock down their throat and then fuck them in the ass. That's just the common way of saying, hey, thanks for a great evening. <laughs> but if you write, I want to fuck you in the ass, your next text better be, and then I'm going to hop in the shower immediately. <laughs> and scrub my dick with lava soap. <laughs> and then you can suck it if it doesn't stink any longer. <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot of privacy advocates standing up for Mel Gibson's right to fall apart in his personal life in private. Where were all the advocates when his, his uh, voicemails and these conversations were played on Entertainment Tonight and all over the six o'clock news? Not one person said, this is disgusting. We shouldn't watch this. And boy, did I love listening to those. I have them on a loop in my iPod. <laughs> but I don't pretend that I've never spoken. I love what these fucking, every guy on TV is just what a fucking bunch of phonies, these sportscasters and newscasters and, and pundits on Fox and CNN. They're all like, oh, I've never spoken to a lady like that before. Wow, I guess you've never had a relationship. That's every argument I've ever been in. They were just sexual things. We've all had a relationship fall apart and you start arguing about the sex. And these things were hilarious. Like at one point she goes, she's like a, uh, she goes up, I don't know what's the matter with you. And he goes, you were supposed to suck my dick before the jacuzzi. <laughs> and people were like, he's crazy. Is he? <laughs> a promise is a promise. <laughs> Obviously, a discussion had taken place. They were going in the jacuzzi. She was going to suck his dick first. That sounds fair. I don't have a jacuzzi, but if I ever get one, you will absolutely have to suck my dick before you set foot in it. I'll either tell you or you can read the sign that's posted. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know why she didn't suck his dick. But I think if men are being honest and not sanctimonious, very few things are as enraging as a promised blowjob not delivered. We don't want to hear your excuses. We have no empathy. What do you mean, death in the family? Wasn't you? So what are you saying? Your mouth and tear ducts don't work at the same time? Why don't we 69? You can blow me and cry on my balls. That would feel fantastic. <laughs> Mel Gibson is hilarious. Everything he said belongs on a hat. <laughs> or a coffee mug. Or in a book of morning affirmations. 
one beautiful quote after another, and the biggest one, the most famous quote, she's like, I don't know what you want me to do. And he goes, why don't you smile and fucking blow me? I got a chill when I heard that. That's right up there with one small step for man. Was anybody surprised, by the way, that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger cheated on his wife? No, I think we were surprised at his choice. Wow, I guess Arnold wanted to fuck the bassist from Van Halen. What a fat monster that maid was. What, he met her on the set of Total Recall when her head was coming apart in the airport? Two weeks, two weeks. Jesus, be more selective. What did he pull his penis out in the kitchen? First woman that walks by is getting this stuck in her dumper. You fatty with the dish towel, get over here. And I'll bet you that Arnold, because he's such a dominant alpha male, is probably a big submissive sexually. And because that maid had to hustle for everything in her life, she probably just read him better than his own wife did. Like every girl that lays there probably bores him and just says stupid shit like, oh, terminate me. Oh. <laughs> and meanwhile, the maid threw him on the floor, stuck her feet in his mouth. Your movies are terrible. Oh. Oh. You sound like a retard when you talk. Oh. And Maria Shriver, by the way, is too skinny. What did she weigh, 110 pounds? Arnold's a big guy. He probably got tired of climbing on and jamming it in and her going, ah, 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 ooh, And then he got that fucking wildebeest in the sack. He couldn't hurt her pussy if he hit it with an anvil. Fucking Jim Norton's one of a kind, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. I bet we need to move on to some cards, huh? Some 1988 Fleer. You hear that wax? Yep, these are all wax packs, the old school style. No no gum. No, no gum in these, but they do have stickers. Uh, but these are notoriously hot garbage cards. Yeah. So I'll start out. We're going to open two packs because we've got quite a few left, and, and by the time we're done... We're going to get right to football, so. Yeah, so. For the Twins, Dan Gladden. Uh, Fleer All-Star, Andre Dawson. Set that one. Yep. Roberto Kelly of the Yankees. Tom Henke for the Blue Jays. Melito Perez for the Royals. Ricky Horton for the Cardinals. Ellis Burks for the Red Sox. Some landscape filler. We got Randy Velarde and Adam Peterson. Major prospects, eh? How their careers turned out. Shit. Uh, for the Giants, Dave Henderson. Pirates, Al Pedrique. For the White Sox, Gary Reedus. Bob Welch of the Dodgers. Some more filler. We got the O's brothers from the Orioles. Bill Ripken and Cal Ripken Jr. Nice. Set that one aside. Moving on to the Braves, Al Hall. The Orioles, Terry Kennedy. An Astros National League sticker. And followed by a Pirates and Blue Jays sticker flip the deck around here mike scott of the astros alvin davis of the mariners Ooh, checklist the detroit tigers scott lasarda 
Chuck Finley of the Angels, Pete Incavalia. Incavalia. Of the Rangers, Dave Dravecki of the Giants, Bill Buckner. And this oh, one's for the Angels. Son of, oh, well, this is not the Red Sox one. Andy Hawkins of the Padres, Rich Gedman of the Red Sox, Sid Fernandez of the Mets. Yeah, fuck him. Rick Roden of the Yankees. We got NL All-Stars, Keith Hernandez and Dale Murphy. Yeah. Roy Smalley of the Twins, and we finish her out with Keith Hughes of the Phillies. <laughs> Holy hot garbage. That is a that, that is garbage. <coughs> All right, well, I'll have to see if I can try to beat that. All right, so I pulled out the stickers right away. Uh, so pull those to the side. Uh, Sip Bream of the Pirates. Kirby Puckett of the Twins. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Put that there. Edwin Correra, a uh, pitcher of the Rangers. David Cohn of the Mets. Greg Mitten of the Angels. Kent Tervekli, or Tecavilia, of the <laughs> Phillies. Masters of Double Play, Ozzy Smith and Ryan Sandberg. I think he won. Jose Oquendo of the shortstop of the Cardinals. Jerry Royster of the Yankees. Guy Huffman of the Reds. Dwayne Ward of the Blue Jays. Jerry Gleaton of the Royals. Another oh, Ozzy Smith right here by himself. Joe Sambito of the Red Sox, Pascal Perez of the Astro or of the Expos, Mike Fielder or Felder of the Brewers, Bobby Meacham of the uh, sorry of the Yankees, Barry Bonds of the Pittsburgh Pirates. There you go. Kent Herbeck nah, of the Twins. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, who gives a shit? Uh, All Star Team 1988, the Cardinals, Jack Clark. Ooh, checklist. Ernie Witt of the Blue Jays, Ross Jones of the Royals, Tony Pena of the Cardinals, Dwight Not Evans. Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Evans of the Red Sox, Bob McClure of the Expos, Sammy Stewart of the Indians, Manny Trillo of the Cubs, Ian Calderon of the White Sox, and to finish it off, Jeff Hamilton of the Dodgers. You won with a couple Aussies and a Kirby. Yeah. Yay. So, so you're one behind me. 4-3? Yep, 4-3. Yeah. Fuck yeah. America, fuck yeah. About three shows worth more of cards, maybe Great. four. And then we'll get some football This is actually a here. pretty good pack, though, when you have Ozzy Smith and you have Barry Bonds. <clears throat> yeah, but the, the, the trouble is that Kirby's worth about 35 cents. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Barry Bonds is only worth yeah, a Yeah, because these flares were bullshit. They, well, they made so many of them, and there's ever nothing wa- yeah. special about them. Have you ever watched? There was that. I watched the about that tops or whatever about. There oh, were so yeah. many cards that came out, like the the Griffey and all that. Yeah, the upper deck. Yeah, Griffey. But yeah, the back and then the market got oversaturated, so it took the value away a lot of these cards. Yeah. All right, why don't you move on to some facts I wish I didn't know. All right, so here we go, BD, another three. My God, it's just been (laughs) us three. It's just been us two for the past month and a half because Robert sleeps all day and parties all night. Yep. Bangs in bathrooms and... You, yeah, we were trying to make him anonymous, and you just went and didn't do that. Like everybody didn't know. Some, that guy in South Africa didn't know. (laughs) He's going to come now. This is where it happened. Yeah, he's going to take a vacation. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to put a plaque and a shrine in the men's bathroom now. This this day. How do you know it was the men's? <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's a good question. Yeah, see? Mm. Unless you have all the details, why don't you, you know, not report it? <laughs> it just happened right on the bar in front of everybody. All right, here we go. Maybe they were telling jokes to each other. They could have. 
with their mulls. Yeah. Well, how you fucking weirdo. Well, how do you think? Just get to the sign language. Here it is. Talk about a dickhead. What is the correct name for the the slug whose penis actually grows out of his head, out of its head? The rhino slug. Is it the banana slug, the cock slug, the pecker slug, or the phallus slug? I'll say the scientific term, the phallus slug. Nope. What? Banana slug. Who the fuck? I don't know. All right. A disgraced nuclear physicist. (laughs) Marty. All right. Here it is. A California woman... California woman once tried to sue the makers of Captain Crunch because the captain looked exactly like her great-grandfather who once worked for the company. Eating the cereal daily allegedly made her, all of her teeth fall out. <laughs> Crunch berries contain no berries of any kind. Or D, the box she purchased contained no toy inside. Hold on. Which part was real again and which were the... You're going to have to, to say say the real part first, take a little pause, and then read off A, this, B, this. Okay. A California woman once tried to sue the makers of <laughs> Captain Crunch because, A, the captain looked exactly like her great-grandfather who once worked for the company, B, eating the cereal daily allegedly made all of her teeth fall out, C, Crunch Berries contained no berries of any kind, or D, the box she purchased contained no toy inside. I'm going to say that the crunch berries weren't actually berries. You are correct. Ha! All right. Seems like one of those lawsuits that would get filed frivolously by some shit, right? cocksucker. All right, and here's the last one. When one lesbian interferes with another lesbian getting laid, the female version of cock blocking is called A, twat swat, B, getting boxed out, C, lip locking, or D, clam jamming? See, I know that Dane Cook had a bit about this, and he called it twat swatting. So if they're going based off of Dane Cook's stand-up material from the early 2000s, I'll say twat swatting. You are wrong. Well, then they're, they didn't do their research. Clam jamming. Well, that was, I thought that was... a. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants thing. <laughs> clam jam. Oh, that that was the yeah the clam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clam. So that's it. Yeah. That three that, of them. Those were the three. Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna have to give you a little would you rather. All right. To fucking wrap up this horrible show that I coughed all the way through. All right. Would you rather? <laughs> would ye? Thinky. Uh, would you have to? Re- would you rather have to perform five minutes of original stand-up at an open mic, or perform a five-minute-long graduation ceremony speech? So you have to come up with five minutes of come up original material. material, or you got to come up with an original or semi-original speech. Um, and I'm in an, a, an open mic, you might have you know fifty people, whereas in a graduation thing, you're gonna have five hundred. But you might in in both cases, you, like, might, you might crack a joke in the uh, ceremony speech, and everybody will politely laugh. But you might not get a single laugh at an open mic if you're material. Yeah, you might get booed off the stage, but no matter what, you have to be on there for five minutes <laughs> mm-hmm. and still take that humiliation. Take it. 
I'm gonna have to say the five minute graduation. I'm taking the stand You're up. Taking the stand up. I think I can come up with at least well, I, I think, a yeah, minute and a half out of that five minutes that'll make a couple of those assholes laugh. <laughs> Just be like uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Mm-hmm. Take about a minute to go grab your cigarettes and light that thing up, <laughs> and then just start, you know, doing uh, old uh, nursery rhymes. All right, here's another. Okay, and the last one. Would you rather know everything that has happened historically from the last hundred years, or know everything historically that will happen in the next hundred years? Oh, so. Wow. You'll find out who really shot JFK. You'll see if they faked the moon landing. You'll So you know exactly everything that did happen before you. For the last hundred years, you'll know exactly what has happened historically in every instance. Or you'll know everything for the next hundred, including, like, your death. I, don't, I wouldn't want to know that. So I'm going to have to go. I would want to know about the past history the last hundred years. And know everything... Completely? Everything that was completely about, yeah, the past, uh, the past hundred years mm-hmm. versus, yeah, there's no way that I would want to know when I'm going to die because it just feels like you're going to be uh, living on borrowed time, even though you know. You when... are anyway. Well, right. But I mean, like you said, I remember that one time you were talking about you would want to know about when you were going to die because you would max out your credit cards. You would whatever you would you, 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 you <laughs> <Yep>. would <laughs> you would make sure that you were so financially unstable when you die <laughs> you know <laughs> and then have people whoever's got to worry about it has to worry yeah about i wouldn't it have any kids around. and my parents would probably not be around right so that debt would be on the fucking taxpayer <laughs> and i i that's like one thing i mean that's actually a really good question though i mean would you want to know i would in this case i don't give a shit what happened because i can't do anything about it anyway i mean the knowledge would be cool to have but you can't if you knew something, you know, in the next hundred years, and you can't stop that from happening. Yeah, but I can prepare myself, whereas if it just happened and you got fucked over, like say in ten years there's another Great Depression, I can financially prepare myself for that so I don't get hit as hard. But if I know everything that's going to happen in the next hundred years, I'm getting that winning Mega Millions ticket next fucking Friday or Wednesday, Tuesday. Right. And if I die in two years, well, guess what? We're having the best party that's going to last two years long. <laughs> oh, great. And the, the last act of our big party is rocker, rocker, rocker. No. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, if I got $400 million, we're, we're getting uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash to <laughs> reunite. I think there's only one left. Isn't I know. There? We're going to fucking weekend at Birdie's shit this. <laughs> we're going to put them on stage. But you could go back in time and you could, well, no, you can't because that's No, just you can't go back in no, time. You, you just know everything. That's right. You just know, yeah. So I'm taking the next hundred and I'm going to, even if I know my death, I don't give a shit. But what happens if you can go whatever, but you can't use anything like kind of like how this, uh, the Gray Sports Almanac, you can't use that to your own personal use. You can't use it for your own personal wealth. So if you know the numbers ahead of time, but you can't use them, so... Well, that's retarded. Who? How can you stop me from doing it? I mean, you know about it, but you can't use it towards... You're telling me I'm going to give you the winning numbers to Mega Millions on Tuesday, but you can't buy a ticket with these numbers. Correct. But I'm going to let you know what it is. Well, fuck you. How are you going to stop me from going to buy a ticket? 
<clears throat> okay, so here will be one. You could use that to your advantage, but something deathly and gravely to either you or somebody close to you will happen if you were to go in that direction. If I didn't know who it was going to be, or do I know who it's going to be? You do not know who it's going to be then. Then I won't do it. Fuck. I mean, it just makes you kind of think, like, yeah, of course, everybody would be like, fuck, yeah. I mean, fucking take the, you know. You okay, win. here's a would you rather. All right. Would you rather win the Mega Millions, but if you do, I die. Will you still take it? <laughs> no, I would. That's just a, that's a dick move. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it for anybody, not even my worst enemy. Oh, I should probably for sure would for my worst enemy. I mean, no, it's not even worth it because then at the end, I mean, because my worst enemy is Kim Jong Il. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how you just like decided to throw him in there. <laughs> my my worst enemy is Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. So not only do I get four hundred billion, but I also help but save. Vla- the but I help save the Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> I am known as an international hero, and we have now just gained more fan viewership (laughs) because I have saved the Ukrainians. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Uh, Hey, if any of you... What a way to end it. If anybody that's from a different country is listening, please understand that we are here to help try to console the issues at hand, okay? With... As long as we win the lottery. Exactly. So if you guys can try to figure out how you... You know, if you want to send two dollars for us to buy a ticket, <laughs> you can send it to. I wonder if we could. I'm wondering if we can do something like that. If we can have like an ad, you know how people were like, you know, for just fifty cents a day, you can help the starving person. <laughs> like if you could like pay, give us fifty cents a day, you would be able to help us with our show. Yeah, it's called Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Is that what we're, uh, we're going to have to find out what we're going to call this then, too? So I'm going to call it Coughing Fellow. Cause <laughs> Coughing Fellow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go check out mellowfellow.fun. Yeah. Check thank out you, all Mello, their... Yeah, thank you so much, Mellow Fellow, for uh, being an unofficial sponsor. sponsor. Our first one. Free gear, yeah. After yeah. three years of us doing this, we finally got a sponsor. Almost three years. Well, yeah, that's true. We skipped around. Anywho... Catch you next week, you sons of bitches. We Uh, love you. Yep. Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders?